Well, the topic for today is confession. I have two confessions to begin the sermon with. As you notice that I am supposed to actually read the bulletin and make sure everything is in order, but I didn't. I didn't catch it. I did look. And so I really didn't mean for us to not sing first. So that's my first confession. The second one is that new member class is next Sunday. This month we are having it on the third Sunday, and so will we in April um, at 10.15 a.m. in the chapel reception room. If, even if you don't want to join the church or you don't know if you want to, if you like to learn about who we are, all about as Church of the Palms and Presbyterian Church USA, as a whole, please come to the chapel reception room at 10.15 a.m. next Sunday. I forgot to announce that. So today's scripture, as Pastor Laurie told the children, is a part of Psalm 51, verses 1 through 14. Psalm 51, 1 through 14. Let us hear God's word to us. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner, when my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward being, therefore teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear the joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. No one who conceals transgressions will prosper but one who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Lent is a time for reflection. This month, as Pastor Steve mentioned last Sunday, we are focusing on our sermons on the journey inward, which means we begin with ourselves. This, that means you with yourself and I begin with myself. We need to take an honest inventory of ourselves. In doing so, we will find both the good and the bad in us. 
the good we find will require affirmation and thanks to God. And the bad we find will require confession and repentance. As I started working on this sermon, I asked myself, what is confession? Why is it important to confess? To whom do we confess and why? How can confession bring us peace and reconciliation? I would like to show a little um, clip on the screen. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been one month since my last confession. You've confessed before. Father, please, please just let me say it straight through, okay? Certainly, my son. The night before last, me and my buddies went out on patrol. It was real dark. We got lost. All of a sudden, there was shooting from all sides. That's how I got hit in the leg. My buddies got killed. The Reds came out of the woods to see if they got us. One of them even kicked me in the head, but I, I didn't move. I guess I fooled them because they left. All the time I was laying there, I swore to myself that if I ever got out of that alive, there would be no way, there's no way that I'd ever go back to the fighting. That was a terrifying experience. But you mustn't reproach yourself for being afraid, Josh. It's Josh Levin. It was one of my buddies who got killed that night. He was going home in just two weeks. I took his dog tags and his discharge orders. Oh. My name is Gerald Mullen. I must say, this is the most unusual confession I've ever heard. Do you understand why I did it, Father? Oh, yes, I understand perfectly. Aren't you going to give me penance to do? Well, first, I'd like to know when you plan to end this masquerade. Never. I'm getting out of here alive. Well, that's something we all want. Are you going to give me penance to do or not? Well, that wouldn't be uh, appropriate. I can't absolve you of a sin. You have no intention of stopping. What do you mean, sin? Is it a sin to want to stop killing people? Of course not. But your actions are sinful. They include lying and deception. What difference does it make? I'm not hurting anybody. But what about yourself? If you succeed in this charade, you will virtually strip yourself of all identity. You can be neither... Levin nor Mullen. Oh, well, first things first. Whoever I'll be, at least I'll be alive. But what kind of life will it be? Listen, I didn't ask you here for an argument. I want forgiveness. My son, I wish I could give it. But how can I? You're virtually unrepentant. What are you going to do? You can't turn me in? Oh, no. No, I, I would never violate the sanctity of the confessional. 
But I'd like your permission to discuss this with you outside of confession. Perhaps that'll give you a little more time to think about it. We can talk about it. I'm not changing my mind. I'll pray for you, my son. And for guidance. Good night, Josh. So, of course, if not all of us, most of us know that was a part of um, a clip from a, a show called MASH about Korean War. Let me confess about myself and confession. I do remember one time, okay, more than one time, well, many times, but I'm only going to confess to you or tell you about one. I grew up in a home surrounded by flowering bushes and trees and plants. My mother loved flowers and most beautiful flesh, fresh flowers every day brought into the house was one of my mother's favorite things. And she also had a favorite vase. You know where this is going. Somehow I was holding it one day, the vase had accidentally slipped off of my hand and broke, got broke. I was terrified. I was sure that I was going to punished for, I was going to be punished for breaking my mother's favorite vase. So naturally, I didn't tell anything about that to anyone. Several days later, my mother asked me if I had seen that particular vase. You see, I was the only other person in the family who loved to arrange flowers. With fear and trembling heart, I confessed to my mother that it slipped off of my hand and it got broken. I still remember the depth of my fear and guilt, knowing it was my mother's favorite. To my shocking, my mother said it was a breakable material. Breakable materials do break at some point. If you had told me sooner, you would have been at peace sooner. That stuck with me. I will always remember the sense of peace I felt hearing my mother's words. Confession is a beginning to attaining peace. In between our confession and peace, there must be repentance, including commitment to quit the sin. What is confession? Confession is the admission of having committed sin. Sin is missing the mark or having done wrong and harmful things to others. Such things are contrary to God's will. We acknowledge and name that our sins are harmful and evil. Our confession must be followed by repentance as we seek our sins to be forgiven. Confession is being honest about our sin. The words of Psalm 51, verse 3, For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me, must become the words of our hearts. Why is it important to confess? It is important to confess because until we do, we have an evil lurking within us. And we have not made peace with people we have hurt and have done wrong to. Most of all, we hurt God and we insult God. 
Confession followed by repentance changes all of that. Our sins become known and we can move to receive forgiveness, reconciliation, and peace. We also confess because we trust the words of Scripture that urges us to do so. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 tells us, If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. To whom do we confess? We confess first to God, who made us and loves us always. As we hear in Psalm 51, verse 4, all sins are evil, and in them we sin against God. In verse 8 of Psalm 51, we are told God desires truth in our inward being. Therefore, our confession and repentance are important to the path to peace and salvation. We confess also to the person we have hurt or to whom we have done wrong. To be true, to be true confession, it must include change of heart, mind, and action. In short, repentance. Now, I like to share the second clip of MASH. Corporal Levin? Oh, I thought. Well, it's almost time for you to go home, isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow. Huh. I brought something for you. What is it? I had your mail forwarded. It would be a shame for you to go home without it. This is Levin's mail. You are Corporal Levin, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Well, there's one here from your father and one from your sister, I suppose. And this one that says S-W-A-K is probably from your girlfriend. I don't want to do this. Oh, I understand. You're tired. Why don't I read them to you? Dear Joshua, thanks for the gifts you sent from Tokyo. I use the samurai sword letter opener all the time. And your mother is crazy about the kimono. She looks like a regular Anna Mae Wong. Your Uncle Marvin got so excited you were coming home that he gave us four quarts of free paint to redo your room. And we can't wait until you're in it. There's lots more to say, but I'll save it for when you come home. You know how your mother worries, but I told her she'll see for herself when you come down the gangplank. We're counting the days. Love, Papa. Well, shall I read the one from your girlfriend? No. You said once that your actions were affecting nobody but yourself. But these people will be waiting for Joshua Levin to come down the gangplank. And he won't. And they'll never even know where he is or what became of him. Excuse me, Corporal. Goodbye, Father. Goodbye, Corporal Levin. I hope your decision is one you can live with. Yeah, so do I. Can you see that Levin's family gets these? Try to explain what happened. Of course I will. God be with you, Gerald. Thank you, Father. Wait a second, we got everybody. 
No, there was a mix-up. Corporal Mullen. Drop me off at Charlie Company? Sure. So how does confession, repentance, and forgiveness bring us peace and reconciliation? When we are forgiven, the secret sin hidden in our darkness is undone. As we saw in the first video clip, the young soldier sinned by stealing his friend's identity, planning to go home. As much as the soldier wanted forgiveness, he had no intention of repentance or changing his action. In the second clip that we just saw, the young soldier does repent. Jesus said to the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more. Confession without repentance is not enough. Confession with repentance leads to forgiveness, and forgiveness leads to peace. Following the wisdom of Psalm 51, verse 3, for I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. We have named our sin. We have seen our sin as hurtful evil. We have acknowledged that the evil is ours. We have admitted we have no power to undo the evil or our sin. We have in humble confession surrendered our sin and ourselves to redemption by our God. We have put ourselves before God whose mercy is sure and whose love is everlasting. In repentance, we have committed to go and sin no more. We have trusted God to overcome the toxic effect of our sin, and we have trusted God to cleanse and redeem us as who we really are, the children of God. With confession, repentance, and forgiveness, we move into God's light in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus, we find our peace we are restored to the joy of our salvation by God. Thanks be to God. Amen.